Thank you for listening to this Miller Time Media Podcast. This interview took place during our Miller Time Live radio program. For information on the program, you can visit our page on Facebook, facebook.com slash Radio. You can also find us on any of your favorite podcasting platforms by searching Miller Time Media. If you do not find us on your favorite podcast platform, not to fear, just send us an email and we'll get it done for you, Radio at outlook.com. Thank you and enjoy. He's in the studio with us. It is the Wolfman. I haven't seen him in studio in so long. I don't know. How long is it? <laughs> That's what she said. How are you? Good morning. It's been a good few months, <laughs> hasn't it? <laughs> it it and indeed I'm sure has. the pleasure is all yours. Yeah, <laughs> sure. How are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm all right. It's 11 minutes after 11 o'clock <laughs> on a Friday morning, and we're here with the Wolfman. What was that? That was the duck. The duck. The duck, okay. yes. Oh, the duck. So how you been, man? I haven't seen you. i got to find a way to turn my microphone so I can look at you instead of... I have been, I have been great, thanks. I've just, uh, you know, I'm just waiting for uh, the regime to allow the economy to start working again. Oh, God, again. it's terrible. Huh? It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's really scary. And, yeah. and it's not, I mean, you know, I, I read something on Facebook this morning where someone in one of these local groups, they said... Oh, you know what? It, it's not only South Africa, and we seem to forget that everyone in the world is, fo- is is dealing with the same situation. But no, they're not, because no other country in the world has a government that is that is putting such draconian regulations on us mm-hmm. and causing us. I mean, they're they're actually not allowing the majority of South Africans to actually earn a living, yeah. which is huge. And I, I mean, I, you know, the the laws here, the the virus laws here. Are worse than they are in China. Look, I'm not a smoker, and I'm not yeah. quite into drinking, but I am much for civil. You know the the rights of people, the the, the rights sure. to make your own choices. If you want to smoke cigarettes, cigarettes have been legal as long as you know sure. time, and tobacco, and that's a legitimate business where people are earning money, making, producing right here in South Africa, and 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 moving these things around. And now you talk about these people that are now out of work, and when people are out of work, you know they get desperate. Crime goes up. Everything goes up as a result. You know, well, the government turned people into bootleggers. Yeah. I mean, I, I, know, I know a good handful of people, regular ex-middle-class people, mm-hmm. if I'm going to call them ex-middle-class people, who are now bootleggers. Me too. Uh, alcohol. I'm and, not and one. I mean, I also but, know yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's be clear. Well, well you, you know, I mean, uh, uh, one is tempted, but un- unfortunately the... The, the the penalties are just too too mm. frightening, you know. So and it would be our luck; we'd be the two getting caught. We would be the two mm. because we just. Uh, I don't think we were cut out for a life of crime. I mean, but if you look at it, and I I compared this very early on to um, uh, prohibition in the United States in the nineteen twenties, yep. and guys like Bugsy Siegel and and uh, who was the Al Capone? Big, Al Capone. Yeah. I mean, they and made the Kennedys who made them exactly. The, that's where the they Kennedys made their, ma- made their fortunes from. Camelot, from, baby. From yeah, yeah, yeah. The, but the the Kennedys that America was tumbling over their feet for these beautiful virtuous people. Which who, one was it that fortunes were actually built on Grandpa Joe's uh, illegal stills? Which one was it that tumbled the car into the creek there at Chetik 
Chappaquiddick yeah, and killed yeah. the woman. Was that Ted Kennedy? Uh, I, I, I get mixed up. I with think all it was Ted, but uh, I think it was Ted. Yeah, yeah. They're all alike. Chappaquiddick. Yeah. Era. He all dr- leaves in her the to same. drown in the car and then moves yeah. and then runs away yeah. and gets away with it. You know, if yeah. you or I did something like that, we'd mm. be we'd be sitting in prison to this day. Parallels to Jacob Zuma. Parallels oh. to the modern day South African oh. politicians. Oh. One wonders, hey? I mean, uh, but yeah. we're here to talk yeah. entertainment, we're so here we're going to try and do this. Yeah, yeah. Although there was a good movie recently um, released called Chappaquiddick. Yeah. I'm surprised it was actually made in Hollywood because it didn't mm. make the Kennedys Because the Kennedys are so loved and revered in, mm. by this crowd. In, in those circles. But um, let us talk about more pleasant things. And um, I want to tell you about a movie that I saw on Amazon Prime. All right. Uh, uh, an, an old, uh, I hate using that word old because for me, no movie is old. Uh, f- for me, even a movie made in the 1920s, if it's relevant and if it speaks to me and it moves me, then it's just a movie, okay? But uh, most people would call this old. And in fact, most youngsters of today would call movies from the 90s old. Oh, but God. This, this one is from but, 1956. And was this a black and white or a color film? It was a black and white movie. I see. And people are so quick to dismiss things made in black and white. But I love them. Well, uh, well, th- that's going to be the, uh, the main topic of, of today's show is yeah. black and white. And black and white and the controversial topic of colorization. Sure. And, and, and this movie is where the two meet, right? Uh, the movie was called and is, t- and is still called Earth versus the Flying Saucers. 1956 movie, which was made in black and white, but which I saw in color. I saw the colorized version. Okay, now you may think that a purist like Tet is is going to be that kind of shocks color. me. I, I, I thought it would shock you, and and shock you it ought because I am quite a purist. Okay, but let's just briefly talk about, about the movie, and <laughs> yes. then uh, well, here's my my running order today. We're going to talk about the movie briefly. We're going to talk about. Uh, some of my favorite black and white movies ever, why I believe that they should never be colorized. Mm. And then we're going to get into the topic of colorization and where where my gray areas are. So if we're going to talk about Earth versus the flying saucers, um, it's quite interesting because it's uh, science-wise, it's quite... It, it, it's it's quite a, let's say a rational movie. Okay, it's mm-hmm. not all because a lot of the science fiction movies from from back in the day uh, were were quite mumbo jumbo esque. Okay, yeah, and yeah. and they were kind of silly science. Okay, especially we're, with we're, the the, the tinfoil and the <laughs> yes, spaceships. Made. Yes, I mean yes. I, I don't people think people taking their helmets off on the moon. Yeah, you know, you, you know I think in, when in fairness, science wasn't as advanced back then. Exactly, I think mystery science theater and Star Trek probably advanced those things quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but but um, the, the the science in, in in this movie was was quite legit. I thought, and uh, uh, there was uh, at one point they showed a. They showed a picture of a, a sort of a plan of a satellite that they were sending. The, the movie begins with them sending 11 or 12 satellites out into the Earth's orbit. Sure. And they showed this plan of a satellite, and I freeze-framed it, because I'm a great one for freeze-framing and looking at details. Yes. And actually, the, 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 that, that plan was quite legitimate. You know, it showed solar, solar energy panels that picked up energy to feed the batteries, and it showed batteries. And it, so, you know, it, it really looked quite legit. Mm. Um, 
the look there's these great big flying saucers and and you know you can't say that the flying saucers are mumbo jumbo because we're still not entirely sure what aliens craft look like and now we are getting whispers aren't we from the administration from yes. the Trump administration that that actually there have been alien visitations so it's mm-hmm. going to be very interesting look no one actually knows the truth i mean we've heard so many rumors about 1940 what was it 1947 in roswell new mexico little green men flying saucers yeah. and there's a whole yeah. area 51 out there i mean there's whole books movies everything about yeah, this and we've thing. heard from uh, apparently even astronauts you know, and NASA astronauts that went up there and that the went out into the outer stretches mm-hmm. and saw craft on on their way to or from, mm-hmm. you know, the moon, the, the moon or wherever. So, so who knows? So, you know, obviously with science fiction, it's it's going to have to just be sort of projections and extrapolations and stuff. And by today's standards, the the special effects are quite crude. It's interesting to me when you talk about special effects, Gene Roddenberry. When he created the original Star Trek with William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy, and, and, and in 1960-whatever, he created in 1964, it started 66 to 69. It only lasted three seasons before the NBC execs, you know, they idiots. Candid, because I mean, they thought it was stupid. And, and look at it now. I mean, but <laughs> to anyway. To this day, people are still watching those reruns. Yeah. But it's funny when you watch what the view, the, vi- the, what, the vision of 1960s America and just humans in general was for the future versus what people see as being the future. You know, they're looking at the 23rd century. It looks like it's made in the 1960s with, you know, the, 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 the um, what do you call those, those women were wearing those, those short skirts in the 60s. It was the, the, the era. I can't think of the name of it. So the miniskirt? Yeah, go-go dancers, go-go oh, yeah, go the, boots and things. The, the, the whole dancers, Carnaby Street influence, exactly. London influence. Yeah. And that was the 23rd century. They thought it, yes. in the 23rd century. All, and, then, and then you see... Well, the, hopefully in the 23rd century, women do wear a lot more short skirts. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> but the, but and, then, and then you see when they skip ahead to the next generation, which was 1987, Patrick Stewart, William Frakes, and, and I mean Jonathan Frakes, and, and, and uh, uh, Michael Dorn, um, you see the first few episodes, even men are wearing skirts. Like, ah, no, 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 no. But then you see it, there, was a, there was an interview and Gene Roddenberry said, yeah, that was just too, we, we just couldn't do that. Yeah. And then even those jumpsuits the men were wearing, saying, this is way too tight, we can't move around. Patrick Stewart was complaining that they were too, too they, they were causing him so much back pain and things. So they re Because re-did. they were too tight. Mm. Now, if they're too tight on your back, can you imagine how they sure. must feel... Below the equator, right? Line. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then, but that was the, the last. That was the last uh, Star Trek series that was created by Gene Roddenberry. You know, he died during the years of Next Generation. But yeah. anyway, yeah. I just going back to what you're talking about the the special effects. When you look at 1960s, but I, I've watched these original episodes again recently. I watch them all the time. They play in the background when I'm busy with other things. I love it. But when you watch, like you see, uh, you know, uh, Captain, there's a there's an alien vessel approaching on screen, and you see this thing that looks like a cardboard box painted white, and it's just sort of hanging there, and you can clearly see the strings. Versus even in the 90s when they got better, and now the special effects that they're doing yeah. in 2020. Well, I, I have an, a digital editor who does work for me when I do video stuff. Yeah, and you know, he could redo the, the the effects that I saw in this movie. He can re- redo them in his home office, mm-hmm. and and that's so, the thing, isn't it? So because much more impressive. Even ten years ago, you needed yeah. a room full of computers and people, and and you would take so much time. You they can do things so fast on a laptop like a MacBook like this with Adobe and with whatever you know. Well, you talk about a room full of computers. There's there's a scene in this movie where they 
they are using a computer to translate the language from the alien. <laughs> and it is a roomful. Yeah. And now you've got translators on your sort of cell phone size. You can mm. travel the world and someone speaks to you in Japanese. And another Star Trek. Uh, and, you know, just <laughs> another thing, Star Trek was ahead of its time. The cell phone, the, the translators, the universal translator. Yeah. Remember in the communicators? Yeah, yeah. So they really, they really were spot on, mm-hmm. and and the aesthetic might be different, you know, mm-hmm. you because know, the way they saw the future, uh, in fact, the way they saw the future back in the sixties, I think was a lot more aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Because they had very, they used very sixties fashions, didn't they? It's like the Jetsons, mm-hmm. you know, with that, with the sort of kidney shaped tables and, and the as high you collars say, and the things, yeah, yeah, the high collars and the brightly co- colored yep. dresses and and the mini skirts, as you say. So they kind of sort through their mm-hmm. through their filter, and this actually feeds back to what we were saying in 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 last week's show. I think it was where we were talking about where Disney World has the the one problem that they always have is in their in their future world section mm-hmm. is that they have to keep on updating it yes. because the way they Epcot. see the future is always looking dated yeah yep, or, or, right. or or even in Disney World itself in that mm-hmm. or, and in Disneyland there's that future world future or, land or future world or whatever y- it's called y- yes yeah <laughs> uh, where they yes. have to keep on updating it to future uh, island isn't it no I think it's called I think it's cool. Isn't it called Future World? I don't know. I think it's called Future. Yeah, but 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 that part of the theme park. You anyway, last week I think we yep. were talking about the bastardization of Walt Disney's dreams, weren't we? <laughs> but anyway, I we wish always managed to get depressed. It's uh, yeah. twenty-three minutes after eleven o'clock. We're chatting Tat Wolf and the Wolfman at the movies. I wish that you, as the listener, could see this guy's notepad because it's a it's a it's a calendar book where he's got all of his notes, everything he wants to talk. I don't know how you can read it. I've seen doctors with neater handwriting. <laughs> the, this. This is Wolfenese, yeah. and um, I, I have to tell you, I'm very impressed. I have a nephew who can read Wolfenese. Okay, well, is, he's related, he's, obviously. That's yeah, yeah. It must be in the blood. But, but um, it must Ooh. be in the blood because he, he could go down through these notes and go, okay, oh, yeah, all right, okay, uh-huh. I can see what, you, what you've jotted down here. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but there's days when even I'm not too sure what I've written, so I hope I can <laughs> read my notes today. Sure. But yeah, to come back to Earth versus the Flying Saucers, um, special effects crude, mm. and and you know if you're a, if you're a, a millennial and you're going to sit down and watch a movie a movie from the 50s or the 30s or whatever, you know you you've got to just screw on your right head for goodness sakes. You know you've got to appreciate the fact that they didn't have the technology mm. that we have today. Mm. But look at the story, for goodness sakes. And also the fact that they, what they were able to do with what they actually did have. If you look at, like for instance, I was telling Lissady, I'd like to, to, to have her watch some of the um, Elvis Presley movies because Elvis's, uh, anniversary of Elvis's death is uh, coming up on Sunday, 16th of August, 1977, when he died. Yeah. And you, some of those movies, I mean, I think a few might have been made in black and white and colorized later, which was uh, Technicolor and all those things that were happening in the 60s. For the limited technology yeah. they had... And the Panavision cameras and all the things yeah. that they were just getting into, they did a pretty damn good job, didn't they? Well, you know, I've never been an Elvis Presley fan, mm. but um, now you're telling me what you're telling me. Maybe I should try and and watch some of the movies. You know, I've I've had this 
thing throughout my life where I've grown up perhaps not liking a particular genre yeah. or a particular actor. And then as you get older, you go, you know what, maybe... Well, your taste changes. Maybe, yeah, your taste changes. And I have had And the maybe same you also thing. think, well, you know, well, let's give it... Let's be open-minded and let's try and revisit that. You I know? mean, look at me. I never thought I would like Star Trek when I was growing up and then I became in, in my teenage... Oh, oh, is that, oh is that Well, silly? when I was yeah. younger, I thought it yeah. was silly. And then sometime in my late teenage years, yeah. I started to watch it. I started with uh, Star Trek Voyager and worked my way back. I, I like Because it, it came on on a Wednesday night. And I thought, okay, well, yeah. let me just watch it, you yeah. know. And then I started to realize, wait a minute, I really like science fiction. Uh-huh. And I mean, I don't walk around, you know, with my Star Trek uniform on or anything <laughs> yeah. like that yeah. or live long and prosper. But, you know, I like Star Trek. Uh-huh. It's fun. It, yeah. It's an interesting thing for me. I, I don't like the political overtones that uh, that sometimes incorporate within it, but I, I can overlook that for the greater story. As Are you talking about e- even in the old classical? Even, well, no, yeah. not really so yeah. much. I don't mind the ones in the, in the 60s, but... In yeah. the even in the last couple of years of the next generation, they started with this, oh, you yeah. know, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, the y- things that y- are happening. The, the liberal left of the the world, especially yeah. in America right now, are running with, yeah. uh, like they they introduced a character that had no gender in one uh, of the episodes. Of course they would, yeah. and you know, it just was. I, I believe there's even a character on Disney Plus mm-hmm. in, on the Disney Channel in the kids' shows. I believe there's a transgender or a something kind of character and you know and you know we've discussed this a thousand times before yeah. i mean we don't you know if you had to introduce me to a friend of yours who was who was between genders or whatever you know mm. lesbian or, or, or whatever the lgbt abcd whatever thing is <laughs> yeah. you know um you know, you, you, you take, as Martin Luther King said, you, you judge each person on the content of their character. Right. So you really don't give a damn. But is it appropriate to be introducing these right. kind of issues to kids and that's who, are exactly still right. tr- who are still trying to grow up? You know, now you're starting to plant ideas. And now you have little kids thinking that they're transgender or that they need to have their genders reassigned and my, just because they're having yeah. ridiculous concepts thrown into their heads. Sesame Street is... is starting to push things like this, I understand, too. My biggest right. thing is I don't yeah. care what you do. If you want to be, if, if, if you want to go have operations and change your gender, if you want to go between Bruce Jenner and whatever, uh, Cassandra, whatever he is now, whatever you want to do, that's up on you. Don't push it on me. Don't force me to like it. And don't push it onto kids uh, yes. who are still, who still haven't sorted out who they are. And yes. now you're trying to tell them. Uh, I think the worst form of, or one of the worst forms of child abuse is these parents who are actually injecting their kids with hormones. Yeah. Uh, it's, the new, it's the new version of, uh, of, of the, 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 the little girls uh, being made to dress up and put makeup on at the age of four and go and, and compete in beauty pageants and things. It's yeah. like the next. Ge- it's like the next. Y- yeah. Thing. Yeah. And the thing, as I was how, saying, how it hasn't been outlawed though. Yeah. That you can inject your here's, kids with hormones to change their direction. It's it's unbelievable. But here's the biggest part of this. The thing that bothers me, like I, again, you do do you, you know, live your yeah. life, right? When people get to the point where they are intolerant of our belief, you and my belief, Tat, that things are as nature created them or as God created them, um, 
I'm not allowed to say that, but you're allowed to tell me that it's okay to be... I mean, there's so many different things. Yeah. Now I see William Shatner is being attacked on Twitter by these cancel culture <laughs> Oh, idiots. no, is that so? Yeah. Is he the latest now? And he's just fighting back. He's like, you know, I don't know where these people come from, but he, he, he actually will share their comments, and then they'll get embarrassed and delete them, so he'll screenshot them and yes. share them. He's really good at this. What, what, why are they on his case now? Uh, they're on, because he doesn't... I, I don't know. They, they, they say he's homophobic and, and all this other <sighs> stuff, and, and they've, they've created new terms and every day I look and there's 50 new terms that we must learn and we must not say these words but we must now say these no uh uh-uh, uh right. don't do that if I see Kirsty Alley is also having a good go at the cancel culture good have you been following no, her no I haven't you really should she's, uh, on Twitter she's unafraid on Twitter okay, yeah Kirsty Alley yeah. I, I follow William Shatner because I do follow some of the Star Trek people but unfortunately some of the Star Trek people also you know disappoint me with their their pushing of this stuff and even the new Star Trek Picard, which I love because I love, you know, Captain Picard from the next generation. Mm-hmm. They push so many different political things. No, no I, I have we... to tell you, Dustin, when they start, yes. w- when they start pushing agendas, exactly, I, I switch off. Can and we could not have a show anything. that I enjoy? Can, yeah, I, I just say, okay, I'm done with you. I, I'm, you yes. know, I'm not a child. You, you're not going to exactly dictate to I'm me. I'm 40 or years old. Yeah, this yeah. Year. When you feel. And, and you don't look a day over 73. <laughs> oh, no, thank um, you. <laughs> you know, when, when you're feeling lectured to, then it's just like, mm. thanks, dude, I'm mm. done. Mm, mm, mm. I, you know, um, it's fine for you to have your opinions. And if I wanted to enter into discussion, then yeah. I'd go to another, uh, you know, uh, website or whatever it is. But if I want to watch a movie, um, a science fiction movie or a comedy or whatever, yes. I really don't want to be lectured to. Oh, my goodness, how we... How we, how we move off our topic, right? Let's take a 30-second break here. Do tech issues frustrate you? In this time of working from home, it is very important that our computers and devices work properly. When you need tech support that is prompt, affordable, and reliable, consider it solved. From server setup, remote assistance and support, Windows and Linux server admin, cloud backup, as well as on-site IT support, consider it solved. Locally owned and operated, consider it solved can get you working again fast. WhatsApp them now, 064-552-9120. If you're outside South Africa, plus 2764-552-9120. Let them know Dustin and Lissady over at Miller Time sent you, and you can reach them by going to hitsza.com, going to the bottom of the page, finding their icon, and clicking on it. Consider it's solved for all your tech support needs. Sure, Pete. This never like a braai. Oh, thanks, Ben. Nothing beats a traditional drum braai. You never run out of space. She's built beautifully. Yeah, it's a bread braai. The quality is brilliant and they're really affordable. National Braai Day is coming up. Why don't you spoil yourself? Check out breadbraai.co.za. They've got adjustable drum stands, drums with lids, poiki and spit drums, even bomers, benches and braai grids. Bakat. Breadbraai.co.za. Yeah, breadbraai.co.za. From the 70s to now. You're listening to Hit Zedday. And who knows, we might even squeeze in a little bit of a 60s. Hey, we're not going to tell if you don't. Let it be. Oh, 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 
Muffin. It is uh, 35 minutes after 11 o'clock here on The Wolfman at the Movies with Tat Wolfman and me, the D-Man. Lissady stepped out, but uh, she'll be back with me today at 3 for the drive. So Tat- that is from 2014. And it's Tat Wolfin. The Wolfman, you, you can call me the Wolfman. What did I say? You said Tat Wolfman. Yeah, you often that's, do that. That's yeah, a habit I'm not going to break, unfortunately. <laughs> it's just part of... You're going to have to learn it, pal. Anyway, The Wolfman at the Movies. So that here. was Tati Scubo. Yeah, Tati Scubo is a clue. It's only from 2014. By Bongo Maffin. And that yeah. was in the movie White Wedding. Yes. Mm. But that's a great song. 
It is. It's fun, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And Lissady, of course, knew every word. The she was in here dancing the in the studio. lyrics right the way through, and she was dancing, unfortunately. But yeah. um, she's had to go do some admin work, so now, so she's she's busy with her admin work. And speaking of admin work, she could bring us another cup of coffee. The, the rusks <laughs> came late, and now, so now I'm trying to reach deep into this rather um, deep mug to get my rusks in to dunk them. But that's my problem. And what, what did you say about the mug? I was going to say I'm going to keep it to myself, but it, I haven't. Did yet. you say it was deep? That's what she said. <laughs> oh, great. Okay, very good. Alrighty. So, um, you know, I, I, th- I thought we'd play some songs. Yeah. And you're going to tell us what to watch. What we're doing is we're playing. No, I thought we'd just play some songs actually today. Just a couple of songs. Mm, right. um, um, you you shared that you'd seen Bad Seed, which is which is which I'm glad you did. Uh, um, it's a and, brilliant movie, by uh, the way. I, I I was a bit concerned. I thought, mm, you know, uh, and especially with Lissetti being a youngster, I thought, you know, will she, uh, you know, will she get it? Um, because I, okay, it's a it's an old um, issue that um, I had uh, with the with a friend of mine who also used to lecture and film to students. And she would say that, look, the younger students just don't relate to older movies. It's just something you're going to have to accept. And um, I, 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 I didn't go with that, and I still don't. I think that you... I think if something's good, it's good, right? I agree with that. In fact, you know what? I had a conversation... Well, I didn't actually enter into this conversation. I was just reading, there's a radio station here in Joburg that recently just completely, they're, they're in the process of changing their entire format and uh, there's a new manager. And and one of the people, you know, they're so mad because they're, they're it's, it's a station known for playing the older music and I love music from the 50s, the 60s, the 70s. And uh, the problem is, yeah, yeah, they are... Go to bring in music from the 80s and 90s. Now, okay, fine. Look, we play music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s here on Hits, ZA. Um, and even earlier when you're with Tet. Yeah. And we do occasionally <laughs> yeah. throw in something from the 50s. I mean, this is about the, the movies and things. So if it fits in the movies or it fits in your show, whatever you want to talk about, this is your show. But um, having said that, I'm just reading some of the comments. And while I agree with a lot of the people, the listeners, and, I, and, and a lot of those listeners are moving to us and whatever, and rightfully so, they are, there are people that are so hard into their stance that only 50s and 60s music is good and 70s music. I mean, one person was saying anything from the 80s upward is crap. And I'm sorry, I just don't agree with that because there's so much good music in the 80s and 90s. So you can also say the other way. I mean, people are saying that movies any older than the 1990s are, are crap because they don't want to look at it because the, the the film quality isn't up to today's standards. And even as a child, for me, it wasn't as much of a big deal because the gap between the standards used in the 50s and 60s and the 70s and 80s were not as big of, of, of a gap as they are between the 50s and today. I mean, we've got, look at the, the cameras that we've got. You can shoot a movie with your cell phone mm. today. Uh, in, in the 50s, you had to have a bunch of cameras that were as big as your car each and you know the, the 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 room full of equipment to do the editing was probably the size of this house uh but now you can but do the quality there's, there's nothing wrong with the quality let me right, tell you right you know? but that's the thing but i'm saying is you know where you don't have the crispness and the right. things that you you're used to now so they automatically just assume it's no good and actually the storytelling 
in the old days, to me, is far better when you have people like Cary Grant, Audrey Hepburn, as I mentioned from, like, Charade is a great example. That is proper storytelling to me. I, I think so much today, we're so obsessed with how things look and the special effects, special effects we lose yes. the narrative. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 that is the thing. The, the, there's this enormous reliance on special effects mm -hmm. and enormous reliance on these this Marvel universe and the, that universe and the other universe, you know, and we've lost, you know, so, well, they haven't disappeared completely, thank goodness, but we have lost a lot of, um, of, of that technique, you know, and of that caring for, for character, right? For, for human stories, for how human beings feel, whether it's within a family or within a marriage or within a community, you know, and, and that is the stuff that, that re that's really going to touch you and move you. You know, the stuff with special effects, you might sit in a, camera, uh, in a cinema and it's all very impressive and oh, you've yeah. got Dolby Atmos sound around you and everything's Especially exploding. Especially if you're in an IMAX, well, you're not on an IMAX screen in South Africa anymore, unfortunately, but I mean, if you're sitting well, in an IMAX screen or any of these larger screens... Well, they do um, have IMAX in South Africa, but they're not as big as the, the IMAX screens would used said. to be in South Africa. Yeah, but you, I thought yeah. you had told me at one point they completely... No, they did. They disappeared altogether. Mm. And then they opened these sort of mall IMAXs, which in the States they call Limax. Uh. Because, they're, look, they're still yeah. fairly big screens, but they're not... They're not quite what they used to be when we had the original 70 mil film. Because when the, when the first one of those opened, back that point, I was living in Detroit. When the closest one to me was in a place called Novi, Michigan, which is close to Farmington Hills, which I think you did Visited, a, yeah. a visit. Uh, my friend Justin is a assistant manager of Motor City Harley-Davidson there. That was an experience for me. When I walked in and see this thing, it's as oh, tall geez. and as, it, it's bigger yeah. than a rugby field or almost as big as a, it's, it's huge. enormous, yeah. And, and to see that, well, probably not as big as a rugby field, but you get the point. It's but huge. at least four stories high, depending yeah. on which theater you went to, there'll be four, five, six, whatever stories high. And you could not buy a ticket to see a film. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were packed. They yeah. were sold out for so long because everybody was, was just mesmerized by this new screen. Yeah. I still personally... If I had the, if I had my choice, I would pick a, a, a drive-in to go and see a film over sitting in a theater just for the, for the, for the experience. I miss that. As a child, I think yes. I went to one of the last two remaining drive-ins in our area, yeah. uh, just shortly before they closed, and uh, it was the Wayne Drive-in in Wayne, Michigan. I remember I went with my parents. I was six years old, and we saw a doubleheader of movies with Tom Hanks, uh, *License to Drive* and *Big* played together. Oh, wow. And my yeah. sister and I went to the... the Concession stand? That and got um, candy. I remember these candy necklaces she had to buy. Half of them ended up in the seat of my mother's Oldsmobile. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun. I, I think we all have memories of, uh, of the drive-in. Yeah. Um, this was 1986, by the way. Because I'm still a technical purist, okay? So, yeah. uh, you know, I don't have a problem watching a movie made in the... 30s or 40s, whatever that's made with mono sound, great. But if but if a film is made in Dolby Digital sound, then I want to see it Dolby Digital, which is why yeah. I wouldn't see a more modern movie. I would tend not not to want to see that in a, in a drive-in. And that but is I, the problem. I would love right? to go to a drive-in and watch like a film noir from the 40s. Yeah. Because there is certainly there, there's something about the drive-in experience, isn't mm -hmm. there? And we remember that as kids. You know, you'd go 
in your pajamas, mm-hmm. and it was actually quite ac- acceptable for you to go to the concession stand in your pajamas yeah. and buy the popcorn and stuff. And then in the car, you had your blankie, mm-hmm. and your maybe blankie. your maybe your mum had also packed some food from home, and yeah. she's passing stuff around the car, and there's that flask with hot chocolate. Which is also it. nice because you don't have to spend a fortune at the concession center yeah. if you choose not to, which you don't have this option when you go to most theaters, although some of us have been known to sneak things in from oh other dear. places. Oh dear. Uh, I will say that mm. there is still, at least at the time when I was still living in Florida in the States, uh, as of 2016 or 17, I knew of a, it was called Silver Moon Drive-In, is one of two. There's one in Lakeland, Silver Moon, and Tampa. There's another one owned by the same people. They're still operating. Yeah. They've got three screens, and um, it's, not a, it's not a new place. It's, it's, a, it's an old one that's just been kept running yeah. and modernized with equipment, but they still show the cool things at the beginning where they, they, they show the, the, the dancing animator, pop- Animated yes. popcorn and stuff. Which is cool as yeah. hell, really. For sure. Um, that's, that's and, it, and it gives you that experience. So when you take someone younger there and you say, hey, check this out, and they're like, oh, wow, oh, is this something wow. new? Or no, yeah. it's actually something very it's old. It's very old, yeah. yeah. In fact, the very first drive-in, or one of the very first drive-ins that opened in California... They, they, they used to just blare the sound out of speakers. This is before they had uh, wired speakers you know, at, at, uh, you know, from the stand that you park your car next to. Oh, yeah, you grab the speaker, yeah. put it on the window. Right. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. It would hook onto the window and sometimes people, people would drive pay. off and forget. <laughs> yeah. yeah, People pay big money, by the way, for, for relics like that. I yeah. see that, that show I like on the History Channel, American Pickers, with, with, uh, with the two guys, the tall guy, Frank, uh, the tall guy, I can't remember, it's Mike and Frank, yeah. the short, fat guy, Frank, and the tall, skinny guy, Mike. And Bit of an Abaddon Costello. <laughs> they've gone around America and they've gone around the UK in their van buying things. And when they went to the UK, they bought so much stuff, they had to pay huge money to ship it to the States to sell it. Yeah. To you know, and they uh, mostly their 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 customer is a is a classic you know like a collector. Mm. Um, they've had people like William Shatner call them and say, "Look, I'm I'm re I, I'm reimagining a room in my house for my wife, mm. and I want to do it in this theme. Please get me some things." And obviously, William Shatner has got the the money, money. you yeah. know, Captain Kirk. And so, of course, they they worked it out. So he was on the show, and and and. But they went around the country and they bought things that yeah. he would like based yeah. on what he said. And and he surprised his wife. I think her name was Nareen. No, it wasn't Nareen. That's the one that died. It was the one after the one he's married to now. Uh-huh. Um. I, I anyway, yeah. I can't remember her name. But the point is, it's cool to see you know things like that. Um. But one of the one of the episodes, they were going through someone's collection and they found. It was. I just watched it again the other day. They found a, a, a couple of those, and I forget. They paid, you know, a few hundred dollars for these things. And I mean, they're so yeah. old. But it's just the the fact. It's not even that somebody. Want, I mean, if you can make them work, it would be really cool yeah. to have those in your lounge, maybe yeah. sitting between your chairs, like right here, you know, or something. Uh, but and then the the sconces that they bought that were on the wall somewhere in some movie theater, they bought those and they paid top dollar. Yeah. And they're gonna. Yeah. They said, you know, we could restore these, but we're probably gonna leave them yeah. the way they are. Because but, somebody's going to buy but, them with the patina on them. But but you know what it is though. It's not. It it isn't the 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 functionality of the thing, is it? It's it's what you attach to it emotionally. And if you remember going to the drive and and having your parents clip, it was this like it was this clunky metal speaker. Okay. Yes. And and they'd clip it onto the window, and you know, if if you have the money, you'll pay enormous amounts of money 
because it transports you to that. So it's mm-hmm. not just this metal speaker case. Mm-hmm. What it is, is it's you as a kid. It's you and your parents. It's mm-hmm. your mom passing back the hot chocolate in the flask. You know, It's all that kind of stuff that comes rushing back to you. So yeah. and, 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 and that is, I think, that's the whole point about collecting, isn't it? It's, it's yeah, something that kind of tickles some part in you, some, some part in you that responds to it, you know. And Speaking of tickling, yeah. your, your, your son said something to me on a WhatsApp note last night when you guys were chatting I don't to think, us. I, I don't that think you need to I was, I, I'm, I'm sort of bothered Disturbed by about, it. Yeah. The, the, the weekend rollout apparently tickles him. <laughs> that was funny. But you know, yeah. uh, tickles need not be seen in in quite as. Um, Why do I hear birds disturbing away? Um, oh, do you hear that? Let are, me just mute your mic. There are. They're coming from your mic. There are birds in the system. Maybe they, maybe the mic can pick up birds inside my head. It could be because as soon as I turn your mic off, listen. There's no birds. Oh wait, now I still hear them. Okay, they're they're outside the <laughs> okay. studio building here, but we're not the most soundproof place. But we don't care. I mean, it's it's real. We're real, you know. We're real. So, we're live, and and you know we've seen all now. Now with the whole virus circus going down, we've seen all these presenters, oh, as they are at home, because they, they they I mean, for one, they don't have the makeup artists that they have in the news studios, right? Yeah. I was watching a, a news broadcast last night from the states. And there's this woman, uh, I think her name is Mara Eliason, and they were chatting to her. And I thought, well, the name says Mara Eliason, but that doesn't look like her. It was just this, this well, this woman looked about 15 to 20 years older, for starters, and it <laughs> just didn't look like her. And and so, we, you know, because of the virus circus, we, we're seeing people kind of in, in a much rawer unprepared state aren't we mm-hmm. 100% and also I mean it just uh, you know we had a meeting yesterday and I, I I think it was the first time since April that I put on pants that were not blue jeans and I and I thought that was quite interesting because um, it's just I like to dress up I like to look professional uh-huh. when I go to a business meeting uh-huh. and for me it actually, it's a matter of not just looking professional, but you feel professional. You feel different. And, and I haven't felt that way since all this began. I yeah. mean, we, we've been sitting at home doing yeah. Zoom meetings in our yeah. pajamas. I mean, we've still had to go to work every day yeah. in studio. But let's face it, we're in radio. Yeah. I can do this in my underwear. Yeah. You don't know unless thank, you're in the studio. Thank God you're not And there were many times underwear. when we didn't yeah. have you come in um, because we, didn't, we weren't sure if I, I don't know what we weren't sure of, but we just didn't have you come in. But anyway, thank God you didn't come in because half the time I was no, I'm kidding. I was never in my underwear. Let's <laughs> say. Uh, so anyway, what as we? But, but you know, I think we've raised that issue before that the times that I when I was doing the show from home, that strictly speaking, I mean, I could yeah. have been in my underwear, but it's it's what you say. It's it. I believe that it that the way you're dressed actually informs even your voice and your attitude. So before I would do every show, and I told you this before on air, I think, before I would do every show with you, even though I was sitting at home in my room, I would make sure that I'd had a shower, a shave, mm-hmm. and that I was wearing clothes that I would have worn if I, if I was going to come to the studio. Yeah. Because it, it, it's, it's in the same – by the same token, people tell you that if you're doing telephone sales – you must smile. 
Because even though people can't see the smile, it, the, the, your smilingness, if I can call it that, comes across yeah. in, in your conversation. Yeah, 100%. So my jeans were, my, my freshly pressed jeans were, 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 were coming across in my shows, hopefully. <laughs> so are, are we going to do another song? Yeah, we do. Uh, we've got about nine I minutes. Don't think so. we, I don't think we're going to have time to do all three of my songs today, but that's fine. We can well, always we leave another one for another day. Mm. Um, because I, I was going to go, yeah, I was, go, but that's why I'm here, I guess. Yeah. I was going to go back from the 2000s, which we've already played, to the 1940s, mm -hmm. to the 1920s, although it was a, uh, it's a more recent recording, but a song from the 1920s, but we can always go back there at some other point. Okay. So um, I want to do a song. Yes. That was, that, well, as far as I know, it, it, may, it may have cropped up earlier. But um, as far as I know, well, the, the first uh, incident or occurrence of it would have been in a in a 1946 movie, yeah, starring Richard Widmark and uh, and Ida Lupino, and the movie was called Roadhouse. Oh, but um, interestingly, it was written as two words: road space house. Don't ask me why, but road the, space the, house. Uh, yeah, no, as opposed to roadhouse. Yeah, one word. It was written. Road House, okay, uh -huh. and um, that's where the song first uh, cropped up, to the best of my knowledge. And Ida Lupino sings it in the movie, although she uh, she gets interrupted. They don't let her sing the whole thing. She she was never a singer. She was she was an actress. She was yeah. not a singer, and it it showed in her performance. But uh -huh. I thought she had a quite a nice smoky smoky quality uh -huh. um, to her voice. But um, I'm going to play another. Uh, another, I suppose you can call it cover of the song. Yeah, it would but, be a cover. But, but here's something interesting. That that song came up again, mm -hmm. and it was also in another Richard Widmark movie. Um, uh, because uh, Roadhouse was 46, if I'm not mistaken, and I had made notes of this, um, but I don't know where my notes have gone because my, my notebook... Is not um, the and for those of you listening on radio. This, this notebook is full of checkers and macro receipts, and 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 I mean, it's just amazing what he carries around with him. Well, you know, it's a <laughs> uh, it's it's a, a creative mind is is a chaotic mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it 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 cropped up in another movie of of, of the fifties this time, about about a decade or so later, also a Richard Widmark movie called Pick Up on South Street. Okay, which had to do with uh, someone handing over American secrets to the communists. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same song, and and that song I, I think is such an elegant song, and it's called Again. 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 Uh -huh. Yeah. And here we have it uh, performed by the by the Tommy Dorsey band. All right. Here we go. Are you ready? Let's do it. more this never happened before 
Doesn't happen. 